Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, this is Seth Gold, and you're listening to The Jake Brown Show. And welcome to uh, The Jake Brown Show on Radio.com's podcast network, iTunes, and Spotify. It's the final week recording from the Time Life building before heading to Hudson Street for a couple of more weeks. Uh, we had to have on front of the program. He came on Brown and Scoop. We met him and his dad. Less Gold in studio. Seth Gold joins us from Hardcore Pawn from Detroit, Michigan. Seth, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Jake? It's going well, going well. It's actually 60 degrees in New York City today. I mean, global warming, I guess, is taking over. I don't know what to call it. Uh, you know, I don't know. We got the same weather going on in Detroit right now, but I think we're uh, getting ready for a cold front that moves in tomorrow. So we're all out in. Uh, T-shirts today and jackets tomorrow, but that's the way the winter goes around here. Yeah, and it said uh, the other day, I mean, you never know these weather reports, but it said it was supposed to snow here Friday, and now it doesn't. Um, so we should expect the worst in the coming days for sure, and uh, we might have to expect the worst for your Lions as Matt Stafford hurts his throwing hand, and the Lions are 6-6. Six and six. They're in the race. They're a weird team because they have the talent to be a playoff team, but in the AFC, they'd probably be fine, but in the NFC... It's going to be pretty difficult for them to hop over these uh, wild card teams. Yeah, you know, the division was wide open for us. Case Keenum, the quarterback for the Vikings, we thought we'd be able to roll over them. And then uh, when Rodgers gets hurt, I mean, it's, it's our taking. And 6-6 six and six is not sitting well with me, especially after the loss last week. If you watched it at all, you saw the Lions kind of just lay a big egg. Nine defenders on the field at one time like how does that how does that happen like yeah. i don't get it yeah i mean you usually hear sometimes 10 or 12 but when you have two guys off of the field at once you have no chance and the ravens uh i mean they, they fought back give them credit but the ravens uh, won that game handily in the end that just turned into a blowout uh what's the feel there on the lines are people disappointed was this expected to be a team that was supposed to make a deep run or are they right uh right where you thought they'd be you know, talking to people prior to the season, everyone thought we'd be 8-8, eight eight, but when the season started, we were off 3-1 and one the first quarter, and we played uh, the Falcons really tough, and we thought that we should have pulled that one out. Um, and then now, we're looking at the team, and I guess our expectations have shifted. People are really upset. Okay. After last week and the past few weeks of them just looking really, really bad, you know, the crazy part about the Lions is they're in the middle of it. They always make a comeback, and last year they pulled through with a couple of those, but this year they're just falling short. So people are really getting frustrated. People are really putting heat on uh, the head coach, and we'll see what actually transpires. On the good side of things, the Pistons have been, I guess, surprisingly good. I mean, you have to be a little bit surprised. that the, I mean, they're right in the thick of things in the Eastern Conference. I don't think it's going to last personally, but, I mean, you got to be yeah. a little pleasantly surprised so far. You know, absolutely. It looks like they're having fun when they go on the, uh, the court, um, and they're making some surprises. Obviously, the Celtics didn't really take them seriously and uh, mm-hmm. kind of flipped upside down for them. But now they're coming back to reality. They lost three in a row, I believe, um, a couple days ago against the Spurs. So 
we'll see what happens. They're a fun team to watch. Looks like they're having fun. And if they're having fun, um, they're hopefully going to get some people to come down to our new stadium. So it's all good for the city of Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they lost to the Spurs, but only by three. They only lost to the Sixers by, I mean, I shouldn't say it's a moral victory, but you lost to the Sixers by five, beat the Celtics, beat the Thunder, uh, beat the Timberwolves. So they've had some had good wins and mix in there, fourteen and nine on the season. Uh, better than my Knicks, who just cannot stay healthy. I mean, you don't know how frustrating it is when Porzingis and Hardaway can't play, and now Hardaway might be out four to six weeks, maybe even longer. Uh, and the Knicks, when they're not healthy, they just can't win because they're a team that needs everyone, as the Pistons do. And uh, with a wide open Eastern Conference, it's frustrating when your team uh, barely is hanging around five hundred here. Um, but I mean, 500 seems to be the name of the game in uh, Detroit sports, huh? <laughs> that, that's it. I think the coach just went on the uh, the air last week for the Lions, and he's just like, if you're sitting about eight uh, 500 this time of season, you're doing really well. It's like, would Tom Brady or Polchek ever say if you're sitting about 500 this part in the season, you're doing well? Uh, I guess expectations uh, are just where they're at. But well, if you're I'm, Jeff Fisher, that makes you a Hall of Famer because Jeff Fisher's <laughs> Mr. King of 500. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm such a lifelong uh, Lions fan that even when we were 0-16, which we might have company in that boat uh, in a couple weeks, yeah. I was in there watching every game. So I'm definitely a big sports fan, and this is a big sports city. We just haven't been able to pull a championship in a while. And the Red Wings, uh, do you watch them? I mean, I'm just looking. I don't follow. They're 10, 12, and 5. Uh, it's been a rough go of it for them as well. You know, they started off real hot. I went to a game a couple weeks ago, and everyone was super excited. And what I mean by everyone, I mean thousands of us at the, in the stands were pretty excited. It's, uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of people that go to these games, but um, it is a nice arena, so we're getting some people there. But they're a young team, uh, new coach, so I think it will uh, kind of push back the right way. And we talked about the – you mentioned they may have company. The Browns, I don't know, they, they're interesting with Josh Gordon. They're at least watchable now. Uh, but the issue is they'll play the Packers, who they might be, but then Ravens. Bear Steelers, so it's tough to see the Browns maybe win a game. Maybe they go one and fifteen. Uh, Seth Gold joining us, Seth HCP on Twitter. Um, uh, how's the show going? Take us take us through the show and what's coming up for you guys here in the coming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we finished wrapping up our ninth season, so things are interesting on that front. Obviously, um, the show is heightened uh, awareness of our brand, but it's funny because where am I calling from? I'm calling it from in my office because I'm working at the store today. Mm-hmm. Um, people find it uh, surprising that we're here kind of operating. Uh, I think the person that only works longer hours than me in the entire operation is my dad. Mm-hmm. So we're here and people, it's so funny. They're like, why are you here? It's like, this is what I do for a living. So um, we're writing loans, processing sales. It is our busy time for the Christmas season. So um, it's it's all good in Detroit for sure. How how did the whole thing start with you and your dad? For those people who don't know, take us back because nine years is an incredible run uh, to have a show like that and uh, to still be going strong. How did this whole thing begin? Yeah, you know, it was interesting because we had an event at the store and uh, we gained a lot. A lot of people came to the store. And we there was just a producer uh, in the audience and. You know, I got a call from this producer just randomly here um, saying, hey, Seth, I got a great idea for a reality show. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, us follow you around. And I said, absolutely no way. And I hung up the phone. And I know my position within the store, and that's not really the president. So I walked in my dad's office and I said, hey, dad, you know, I just got a call from a producer. Uh, wants to do a reality show with us. And um, 
my dad, if you watch the show, you know my dad is very charismatic and very, like, shoot from the hip and we'll kind of worry about consequences later. Mm-hmm. So he goes, Seth, let's give it a shot. How big can it possibly get? And so, lo and behold, nine seasons, 162 episodes, and we're all over the world. It was funny because I just did an appearance in Italy. Hmm. And I turn on the TV, and it's the time where our show's on, and I speak fluent Italian. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. how, how does that work? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nine seasons, and you guys are still going. And, and how big has the show, I mean, transformed your, your store? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine the publicity you guys have gotten and how good it's been for you. And I'm sure sales have been through the roof, and a big part of it is because of the show that you almost turned down. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I equate it to life experiences, and I've been able to have the pretty cool experience talking to you, obviously, on this podcast. ranks right up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, but, you know, it's about experiences. And so has it elevated our store's popularity? Of course. But we are, a, well, I am a fourth-generation pawnbroker. Um, so the city really knew who we were. What's always fun and interesting is getting some out-of-towners that make a special trip when they come to the United States or travel through Michigan to stop by the store. So, you know, it's always fun to interact with new people that never experienced a pawn shop or walked into one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's all been all, all positive. I'm not so experienced with pawn shops, so take me through how it works, like when someone comes in and how you guys flip it, how you guys make money and, and make this yeah. thing work. Just take us through the whole process. So, so we'll, we'll have a little fun with this. So it's one of the oldest um, occupations in the entire since civilization. There's only one that's older, and I'll let you kind of judge for yourself what that is. And so when someone comes in with a piece of merchandise, it doesn't matter what it is, something of value, hopefully, uh, we negotiate a price. Um, I don't buy it from them, which is a kind of misconception if you watch a lot of these reality shows, including ours, that we're buying most of the pieces of merchandise that come in. So if someone comes in with a piece of merchandise, we decide on how much to loan and how much they need to borrow. And then after that transaction is done, they have three months, because we're regulated by the state, to come back and pick up their merchandise um, for the amount that I gave them, plus a little bit of interest. And what what's like the highest priced item uh, that someone's come in there with? Are you allowed to say what it was and how much? I'll, I'll tell you some cool things. So we've seen right. some diamonds reaching six figures, right? Oh. So there's that there's that of course. But once someone came in with Jack Kevorkian, are you familiar with Jack Kevorkian? It sounds he's familiar. a he's an assisted su- suicide doctor okay. that performed assisted suicides, mm-hmm. and he did some of these suicides in his van. Hmm. And so some someone came in with his van. What? And got uh, and sold it to us. So we had For six figures it was called Dr. Death. No, it wasn't six figures. Like oh. I wanted six figures, but uh, we gave him, I think, 20000 on it. Huh. So let's put this in perspective a little bit, Jake. Yeah. So someone comes in, they get a loan with us, right? Mm-hmm. So we write probably 1,000 loans a day, okay? Let's mm-hmm. take a portion of that, 10 loans. Out of 10 people that get loans with us, how many do you think come back and get their stuff? Six? So six, yeah, most people will say like 10 to 20%. Six is a little bit high yeah. our, for what people guess. Our redemption rate's between 80 to 90%. Hmm. So 80 to 90% of everyone that comes to get loans with us comes back to get their merchandise. That's pretty impressive. Right? It, so that's how you make money. Do you guys get compared, I'm sure, to Pawn Stars a lot? Um, tell us what the biggest difference is between the two. Well, they're in Vegas and we're in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know if there's that big of difference. Obviously, the show is a little bit different as far as the flavor. 
um, and what we kind of negotiate for. So we run our business. We People come in and the cameras are going. It's not this elaborate setup kind of thing um, where we kind of just make it all look great all the time. We're just running our business and just, they just follow us around. So I can't speak on what they do, but you know, ours is just rough and tough and get out there and do your work and try and make some money at it and help the customer. Have you guys had any famous people, celebrities come in uh, to the store? Yeah. So uh, uh, not too long ago, uh, Mila Kunis came in the store. Uh, So that was uh, kind of, that was, that was fun. We always have athletes that come to the store. Just last week, UFC 218 was in Detroit. So Mm. um, Alistair Overeem came in on Sunday. Um, he's a big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. So he had a rough night on Saturday, but on Sunday he was, he's looking pretty good. <laughs> anyone, who else? Anyone else? Over over the course of the 10 years, yeah. uh, how, how many people? Yeah, Aaron Paul was here. Oh, okay. um, just to, to name a few. A um, couple of um, uh, the Charlotte the Bobcats, when they were the Bobcats, came through. So we see, hmm. we see a bunch of people that are fans of the show that kind of would just want to go through the experience. They don't usually don't cause any problems or we have to throw them out, but <laughs> they just want to see what, what's going on. Did Mila Kunis come by herself or was she, was she with a guy? Uh, no, she was, I think with her manager. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I, I would have no showed Mila there. Kunis the back room is what I would have showed her. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be one of my celebrity crushes for sure. Yeah, uh, for now sure. number one is probably Demi Lovato. I'm a big Demi Lovato fan. Yeah, she's uh, good. She's good, man. Yeah, she, and she could sing. If she could just sing me to sleep and do th- some other things in the bedroom, I'd be pretty set uh, with Demi Lovato. <laughs> Seth Gold joining us, Hardcore Pawn. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at SethHCP, at Hardcore Pawn. How, how long do you think the show's gone? Because nine years is incredible, but do you expect this to go for another decade? Um, is this is this a kind of business that's always going to keep running uh, forever, basically? Yeah, so, you know, we, we enjoy doing the show. Um I think it's one of those things that the, the, the real star of the show is the store and the mm-hmm. uh, individuals that come into the store. So we'll keep doing it as long as people keep watching it. So um, we're having fun, and hopefully uh, we get back on and do our thing uh, in the short short future. Is is there an ever an item someone brings in that you're like amazed by that you're like I need this badly? Like what <laughs> is there's a couple of them? I remember you told me one on the show that you didn't want me to say the name and I think I said it and I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, I won't say what it was, but I remember that. Um, but I'm sure there's items you come in and like you guys like drool over. So I'll talk about it because I uh. do remember exactly what, what it was. <laughs> it was so, a ring. I, I it, was, it, was a, it was a Michigan Rose Bowl championship ring. And actually, so I told you then, I'll tell you now that there's nothing that I won't sell. So if you like to watch that's on my wrist, I'll sell it. <laughs> Just because, Huh. Water comes through, and I don't have a problem with that. So, in my desk, I, I'm sitting in my office right now, and as you're ta- telling the story, I pulled out the Michigan Rose Bowl ring, and I have a couple of them. Uh-huh. And so, they're very cool. I went to University of Michigan, so it has a little place in my heart. And of course, it's for sale. But you can find these things for probably like twenty five hundred dollars to three thousand dollars. But if you want to buy mine, it's gonna be a little bit more. It's gonna be five thousand because there's a premium. I'm a little bit attached to it, so I'm still sticking with everything's for sale. If you want to buy this one, it's going to be a little bit more. So we won't say – I remember the player, and uh, he is a uh, – I'll say he's a popular player in the world of sports. Uh, yes, he was. Uh, uh, got injured, unfortunately, uh, fell some hard times, and uh, <laughs> on his ring. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sitting – and I also have uh, – I don't know if I brought you the ALCS uh, – 
Tiger's, Tiger's Ring. Did I bring that one to I buy too? I think. I mean, that's so light years ago. It's hard yeah. for me to remember. The, the other one I definitely did just because I was like, oh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Um, I, you might have brought the Tiger's Ring. Was That that was like a lot of bling, right? It was a lot yep. of diamonds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you got, you got a long uh, – you got to cherish that one because the Tigers, man, I mean, there is uh, – I don't know when they're going to win again. I, I just can't tell you. I can't believe we didn't pull it out with all the players that we had. Mm-hmm. It's so disappointing. I mean, we went to the World Series a couple times. Verlander got there with us. Obviously, that's great. I'm really happy for him that he won yeah. with the Astros. But uh, we'd like to see him pull one for Detroit. It's been since 84 that we got one. Were you, what, what do you think when that trade went down? Were you, I mean, it happened literally at the final sec, in the final seconds of that uh, August deadline. Uh, were you guys disappointed, or were you happy with the return you got? Uh, I think disappointed um, with kind of just my my thought on it. Um, it's an end of an era for us, so we're happy that he was able to go someplace and win one. But I mean, now we're in rebuilding mode, so we got Rod Gardner, and hopefully he can do it quick. But I don't think it's on the on pace to be quick. So we'll see kind of where it goes next season and the seasons following. I'm a diehard Tigers fan, so we'll we'll keep supporting him and watching him, but. I still think they should have been able to pull something um, with the, with the team that they had. I think Garden Hire is a great hire. I love the guy, and it's, it's interesting to see him go from one division rival to another. Uh, you rarely see that, but I think he's going to do good things, and I think he's a good veteran guy who's been around the block and knows that division so well uh, that he's going to be good for a team that's shifting in, a, in the direction of youth. Well, that's the thing that I look at. It's like how can he manage the the youth on the team and mm-hmm. kind of get them to perform um, and make make a little bit of a run. I don't know. It's going to be a couple of years, I think, before anything kind of uh, before the rubber hits the road. Is your dad as as big of a fan as as you? Or I feel like when people get older, sometimes they lose their fanhood uh, versus versus a younger guy like you. But is he a diehard like you? No, he is not. But he'll root for anybody who I, who I'm rooting for. And it's funny because I took him to the, his first uh, Michigan football game last season. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you should have taken me much sooner. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in the big house, but no. it's definitely an experience. Yeah. I mean, um, they, they've been uh, decent this year, but I think people expected a lot more, right? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, eight and four is nothing to sneeze at, but I think if they beat Michigan State, it would sit a lot better than where we're at right now. And, you know, Harbaugh needs to do some some Harbaugh-esque kind of things and get a quarterback in here that can uh, play. What 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 is the what is your feeling and the fans feeling there of him? I, I feel like there's a, an indifferent feeling until he wins something significant, but I feel like there is a side that loves him and then there's a side that hates him and then there's a side in the middle. Uh, what's your your feeling on uh, Harbaugh? I thought it was a great hire. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it. Uh, had a spark of lightning um and so got the the base really excited mm-hmm. now we're three years in i think it was unfortunate with the quarterback situation this year obviously with spate going out and now corn doing what O'Corn did um uh, people are are starting to talk and start playing and start winning um and i'm on that boat too like i'm i'm not tired of the theatrics but mm. let's just start winning <laughs> you know yeah. Let's go. It's tough. Uh, I mean, when Ohio State, I mean, the, the draw that they get. I mean, you kind of knew just because of Alabama, one, the talent level, two, the fact that Ohio State just got blown out by Iowa, uh, the fact that Alabama lost one, Ohio State lost two. 
you kind of knew what the that Alabama was going to get it, and I feel like Saban may have gave uh, a few shekels to uh, the committee to try and get that. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with Ohio State not going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to be hyped about that. Yeah, that's that's such a huge rivalry, and uh, I mean, you, Big Ten championship is great, but I mean, I think they also wanted they loved the storyline of Clemson versus Alabama once again. And uh, just Alabama in it. I mean, what's the? I mean, the last time they've been in it every year since the playoff began. Uh, so they're kind of christened into there. Um, Seth Gold, Seth HCP on Twitter, Hardcore Pawn. Make sure you check it out. Uh, Seth, uh, good catching up with you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jake. Uh, continued success, my man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, bye bye. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.